Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay and this is Pod 34 and I'm here with my co-host Lita Herman. Welcome back Inspired Actioneers. We have been talking about strategic life strategy, alchemy work in the past two podcasts, and we've been getting a lot of questions about the nine palaces. So we promised you that we're going to embark on a little journey here through the nine palaces starting today. Yeah, but first we're going to do a little recap of the past two pods, and then we'll take the deeper dive into the nine palaces. Is that okay? That sounds great. Right. The last two podcasts, we kind of talked about this idea of a do-it-yourself life strategist approach, uh, like like you're coaching yourself. Yeah, so my first little bit of wisdom here is to hire a coach. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. If you want to work on it, hire a coach. Yes. And then if you can't. Maybe find a friend. Find a friend. A confidant. Someone that you can trust. Someone that's non-judgmental. And someone who's not mental, go with ju- non-judgmental or not mental. And then the third would be work on yourself. Ask yes. yourself better questions. Use your journal. Really look at uh, the things that are, you know, um, really challenging on challenging you in life. And then this podcast right here might help illuminate a little bit as well. Yes. And in the last two podcasts, we talked about a very important concept, which is honesty with yourself. You can't do this life strategy work and really embark on this nine palaces journey with us if you're not willing to be objective about yourself. And that requires asking tough questions. Yeah, um, not just better. Better but, questions. Yeah. But it really is a deep examination of yourself. Uh, you know, I watch uh, people, you know, who work with Jay come to these major realizations about themselves, things that they've been blind to their whole life. They can't see the truth of how they're being in the world. And when you examine the nine palaces and you start to see, wow, I'm always doing that or I'm always doing this, you can start to make some changes. Well, and I think that you, you kind of touched right on it because when you start to do this, it's really about this accountability. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you realize, you know what, the last four boyfriends, it wasn't them. It's you. Yes. Okay. Or, you know, the last three jobs that you had, you it know, wasn't them, it wasn't it's, them you. it's you. And sometimes that's like this huge uh, illumination, but also a huge weight that's lifted off their back. They, yeah. But that takes time. You have to kind of digest that and sit with it and let it marinate. And then boom, things start to shift again. So it's accountability. It's a self accountability. Yes, and that's what we talked about in the previous podcast, just to set up this idea of a do-it-yourself life strategy. And And I also would like to say, if you could um, identify your five elements, that really helps as well, because you get to understand how you're energetically moving through the world, how the uh, people around you are moving through the world, and if there's conflict or really good, you know, compatibility energetically, you can understand that, and that will definitely help. So we take the five elements, we overlay the nine palaces, we kind of mix it all around, we see uh, where things are falling. And if you don't know your element, stop the podcast right now and go back to those beginning episodes. Uh, there's there's a, quite a number of them on the five elements, but you can start with pod two to to uh, listen to the overview. 
okay. of the five elements. And while we're at it, um, why don't you go back to pod four, which is where we yeah, first introduced. If you introduced... don't know anything about the nine palaces and you're like, what? What is that about? Go back to pod four. Just hit pause. Go back. Listen to it. Come back. We're probably still going to be talking. Yes. So we'll be just da, 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 da. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be here and we will then go into the deep dive for you on the nine palaces. Yes. But before we begin, let's remind everyone about some of the exciting things we have going on here at the world headquarters of Inspired Action Podcast. <laughs> the world headquarters. <laughs> yes. In our, in our podcasting studio. Our giant podcasting studio, yes. right? Yes. Well, we're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> I have no words for that it's just so big i can't wrap my brain around it but no we're in our world headquarters and we're bringing this podcast to you but no why don't you start lita and let people know what's we have a lot going on yes can i tell them the secret about our studio all depends but then that wouldn't be a secret no it wouldn't what's the secret it's a closet (laughs) it is not it it's a room that is very small because it's very soundproof. Yeah, it is a soundproof. It's a podcast studio. It's, it's an acoustically studio. matched a podcasting studio. <laughs> hey, we have sound panels on the wall. We have we a sound do. dampening curtain. Yes. We actually closed the door. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and we each have a microphone. So it's a sound booth. Yes. There, there you, go. you go. Sound closet. How about that? <laughs> Custom sound closet. It works. That's okay, all I'm not we care uh, about. The other secret is, yeah, there's clothes hanging here in, this, yes, in there, the podcast. There, there, that's the funny thing is there's actually some clothes hanging. In this. <laughs> and there's a dog bed here too. Yes. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's really cozy. Yes. But yeah, sorry. That's so. There's the secret. There's the of secret of the world headquarters of the world headquarters. Oh, the oh, giant yeah. world headquarters of yeah. inspired action. Okay. Well. All right. So, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> boy, now I feel small. Yes. <laughs> no. Let's go big. We have big things on the horizon. Okay. Well, first of all, we just wanted to reiterate to everyone who's not you know, who's been with us before, or if you're new, we have a Facebook group and it's called the Inspired Action Podcast Facebook group. So there's a page and you can go there and there's a link to the group and you just need to request to join us and tell us that you're listening. Yes. And lead is there a lot. I need to get there more. So ask me more questions and I will definitely try to be more of an active participant. And you can ask a question on that group and or you can send a question to us at questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you ask a question and we air your question and answer it online. So if we air your laundry, we're going to give you some laundry. (laughs) Yes. We're going to give you an Inspired Action (laughs) t-shirt. That's perfect. (laughs) There you go. So give us your dirty laundry. We'll give you clean laundry. There you go. We will wash it before we send it. (laughs) So t-shirt if you give us a question and we use it. And then what else do we have? We have a couple other big things. The other announcement I wanted to say is stay tuned to the end of this podcast. We're going to talk about the Master Alchemy program. This is exciting. And if you're here with us in February 2019. Yes. So if you're not time traveling, if you're time traveling back and it's February 2019, you still have time to apply. But if not, then click on the button and join our waiting list for 2020. Yes. We're only going to do this class once a year right now. And then in the future, we might do it multiple Multiple, times. Multiple times. Yes. And we're very excited about it. So we'll tell you more at the end of the podcast. And then there's also the new app. Woo. Woo. Which is in its baby steps. So please stay with it. You know, download it. And there's all the podcasts around there. There's a few meditations on it that we've talked about before. We also have a new meditation that is an add-on. But we're going to have lots of free stuff on there. Lots of uh, really cool things that you can dive into. And then we'll have some added content as well. Yeah. And I wanted to say, if you're new to the app, it's really convenient. 
convenient to listen to the podcast. So it's wonderful for that reason. We also are going to be putting up a lot of new meditations that are like extra. So we do ask you to give a little donation to the app developers. Yeah, it's not going to us. It's going yeah. to the people who made the app. Yeah, and so it's a do- Unfortunately. It's $1.99 a month, not too much. And you'll get these extra meditations. So if you've already done the rebellious chi meditation, the next meditation is called Journey to Your Higher Self. And that's already up in the app. So how do they get the app? So they can go to the app store or they can go to Google Play. Okay. And look up what? And look up Inspired Action. So yeah. And you see our little logo with the smiley face and the red headphones. And that's us. So you click on it. It's free to get the app. Yeah. And and everything's free except for these uh, special meditations we're going to start putting up. We're going to be recording uh, a bunch more in the next uh, few days. So we will let you know when those are available. In, sure. In the uh, and if you're if you're an actioneer listener of the podcast, and if you're feeling a little inspired today, if you could go to iTunes, maybe sign in, rate us, give us a quick rate, and tell us why you like the podcast. We're so appreciative. We read every one of the reviews. We're trying to get to be number one in the health category on iTunes, which for us is self help. So we're really trying to work on that, and every little bit helps. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and we're on this journey together. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right. So let's talk about the nine palaces. Yes. Let's talk about the nine palaces. Okay. So that's not quite a gentle segue. No. Hey, what <laughs> happened to segue? You know, those scooters that people <laughs> never bought? <laughs> yeah. What happened to them? I don't know. Those were the stand-up ones. Remember those? Yes. With the big wheels? With the big wheels. I just have seen so many videos of people just go, bloop, fall right off. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't last too long. I totally wanted one. I could totally see you riding them. Yeah. You'd they were be like, good at They it. were like eight grand. And I'm like, eight uh, grand for like, you know, broken collarbone? No, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass on that one. But you know, I have seen um, police officers riding around on yeah. them. I think that's interesting. Okay, so they went really slow. So you'd have what? They're going to chase the seniors in the scooters? Yes, right. <laughs> the only ones who can't get away? <laughs> the golf carts. The golf cart. No, golf carts can go pretty fast. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we can Google that and we'll probably have some videos of the segways chasing the we'll sen- have- Maybe senior crime is out of control and they need a segway <laughs> we'll to, to slow them down. <laughs> we'll have to put it on in the show notes. <laughs> right, I'm going to do and look. I'm that's going to be my homework to go okay. find some funny segue. So I think segwayed, segue, segwayed into extinction. There you go. How about that for a plan Can we words? segue back into the nine palaces? Yeah, let's segue <laughs> back into the nine palaces, <laughs> which is very cool. It's kind of like this Chinese theory of life, like purpose mm-hmm. in life, fulfilling your curriculum. You have a nice way of explaining it. Yeah, the Taoists believe that we all sort of come to this lifetime with a purpose or what they call it a curriculum, something we want to learn. I, I think of it like a quest. Yeah. So we have this quest to follow oh. that star. No, um, I was just watching Frankie and Grace yes. where they sang that song. Yes. Um, so this quest. We, we, we are going to use some quests in the future. Just yeah. a little heads up there. Yeah. So you have these lessons and if you complete all these lessons, you get to complete the quest. Boy, and I, and I say you like go an, through it with experience. Yeah. Yeah. So it you, sounds like an online game. You have all these lessons. And you complete well, it's your in quest. life game. It's your life. It's in life game. <laughs> yes, your life. See, there's no do over. Right. Okay. Um, right. But yeah. So you, and I think you know, for me, working with the alchemical strategy sessions and stuff, you know, it's about experience. You come here, you live your life, you're doing you're doing your your thing, so to speak, and then you have all these categories, these nine categories. Well, there's eight, and then number nine is the center is home. I like to say home with a capital H, which is going to take us a while to get to that one. But 
So you have these eight palaces of life. So I explain it to people as like, remember the game Trivia Pursuit? Yes. With the pie, with the wedges? Yes. Well, imagine each one of those wedges was one of these palaces, except for there's nine. And then to get to that last one, there's eight actually, then you get the last one is home. So you have to yes. go in. So to fill them all with these different palaces, then you get to get home and that's how you win or remember game. that Parcheesi game where you go around the outside of the board okay grandma <laughs> nobody plays that anymore okay so you're not a grandma but uh, that is like really no, old grandma thank you okay well anyway it's this, I think there are other games like so if it. you want to go to the vintage antique store yeah. and find Parcheesi or Trivial Pursuit I have new people now they're younger people they have nobody no it. idea what those games are so I need a new game suggestion so if anyone's out there and they know a new game that kids can relate to I think the game of life is actually one of those games that has the... Okay, that's great, Grandma. Okay? I'm pretty certain they don't even make that, and those toys are probably so toxic or chokeable. That's not true. Any, if you let your kids play the game of life, there's a big choking hazard. I just bought it for my nephew. Oh, my God. God. Oh my God. It could be a short game of life if yeah. you choke on those little toy cars. That's true. That's true. But anyway, the idea is that you go around the outside of the board and then you have to get home. You have to roll right. your dice. So you have to have experiences in the game of life. Yes. You just said that. There you go. There so you the go. game of life is perfect. Yes. I'll have to revisit that. <laughs> yes. I'll have to go to the back of the antique vintage store to look for that one. Yeah. You, yeah. You'll be like, no, don't you want Parcheesi instead? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Okay, so we're we're getting a little silly here, but that's okay. So trivia pursuit, you get the idea. The pie wedges, you gotta fill the eight, nine you get when you go home, or parcheesi, you go around the board a few times, or life, if you don't choke on the little cars, you get to have the experiences around the board and then you get to go home. Yes. So that's it. We're done. That's the nine palaces. No, 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 no. Let's just tell them again what the nine palaces are. Yeah, that's so a great idea. We go with career, relationship, health, wealth. Yes. And then home is in the center on my list. And then it's travel, adventure, children, wisdom, prosperity. Right. Actually, in a little bit different order. Sorry about that. Well, the order is really important because we've decided to start with career. Right. Because we're following an order of the nine palaces that is called the magic square order. And the magic square is this cool thing. It's a box of nine boxes that uh, if you, it's kind of like Sudoku. Um, if you, if you add up, uh, diagonally, horizontally or vertically, any of the three boxes, you get 15. So that's the magic square. And each square in, in the magic square is one of the nine palaces. So the first one is career and, and then relationship, yeah. health, and then we wealth, go through home travel. Right. Um, and I, I, this adventure. is a little tidbit I didn't think of before. We are currently talking about stage two of alchemy on this podcast. Yes. And interestingly, the name of that stage is talisman. And the reason uh, this is very obscure, but the reason that it's important for you to understand the numbers, like career is number one, relationship is number two, is if you ever look at a talisman that is written, a Chinese medicine talisman or some other kind of Chinese related talisman, they will have little circles on them. And if there's one circle, that means it's a career talisman. 
So I'm getting a little obscure sure. here. Uh, this podcast but. is all about the obscure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you <laughs> dig the obscure. It's not knowledge for everyone, but we're willing to share it. And some people like to go and reorder the nine palaces according to the elements. They start yes. with wood and then fire, kind of how we do the elements. They go through all five. But they put but earth for this last. purposes for what yeah. we're doing. We're going to go career, relationship, health, wealth, yeah. home, travel, adventure, children. Like that's all yeah. right there. And then wisdom and prosperity. Yes. So uh, so that's what we're going to okay. do. We're going to take the next uh, bunch so, of podcasts to so do if that. You're, if, you're, if you're going, wow, what is the nine palaces? I need to know more. Dun, dun, dun. Here it is. Stop it. Pause. Go back to podcast four where we introduce the cool concept of the nine palaces. Just hit pause. Come back. We'll wait. We're still going to be talking. So wah, wah, yeah, wah, we'll, we'll wait we'll be for talking. you to come back. We'll wait for you. We'll be sitting right here waiting for you. <laughs> so then come back to this episode. <laughs> Time Perfect. travel back. Yes. Yeah. So okay. let's go. First palace career. is going to be career. Career. So career is a water element. All the palaces also have related to the, did we say that? To the elements. To the elements. I actually like starting with water because whenever I think about the five elements, wood is birthed out of water. So water feels like the beginning and the end. Sure. So anyway, go ahead. I can do that. And actually it is in our list. Yeah. It's the two. Yeah. So career is a water element and it, it's about skill and ability. Doing something over and over and over until you can get really good at it. Really do it really well. Right. That's why water people love to go for training. Sometimes trainings, they, workshops, yeah, seminars, everything, yeah. because they're all about developing skills. And sometimes they, I don't know if you've seen this, Jay, but I see this all the time. Sometimes water people get stuck in the trainings, doing them almost obsessively or education in general, because they, they say they're training for their career, but somehow the career never starts. Yeah. They just keep training and training and think they're trying to acquire new skills, more yeah, skills, get yeah. better at the skills. It's almost like they don't have the confidence to actually apply the skills. Yeah, so they have to acquire one more skill. So that would be like a career issue, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, many people really suffer when it comes to even thinking about a career, talking about their career, or even having a career. Like you just said, they're always acquiring skills. And it's not just water people. This is across the board. Yes. Every element has a, a career kind of challenge. And some people, they just... They, you know, one of the things, I'll, I'll back up just a little bit, I, and I like to start with what's a job and what's a career. Great. So a job is what you do for money. So let's think of, you know, something that you're not really passionate about, what you do. So, and then a career is what is your passion about. Your heart's in it. You love it. You wake up every day. You're ready to go. You know, you love everything about it. It brings joy to your life. It makes you happy. It makes you energized. That's a career. Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, this is a great topic for the 20 somethings right now who, you know, just spent a fortune on their college education, and their parents probably, and they graduate and they get a job that they that has nothing to do with they with what they studied. Yeah. They're just trying to make a buck and like get an apartment and get out of the their parents house. And and it's not a career. It's no. a job. And they, yet they studied and they did all this work to get to some kind of career. Well, you know, let's just use that. You get out of college, you get a degree. I don't know, pick a career, Lita, somewhere that, that a career that you would get graduate from now. Uh, marketing. Okay, so you get a marketing career. Perfect. So you get a degree and you go out looking for jobs and you get hired to work in an office. 
Okay, so you go there excited, you know, you get this job, good money, health insurance, one or two weeks vacation, 401k, security, sounds good, right? Yeah. Right? So yeah, everyone's like, woo. And you know, some people don't even have a job. So now you feel lucky, relieved, happy to be starting this new path. Yeah. Okay, you come in bright eyed, woohoo, happy, happy, happy. And then guess what? Three months later, you're into it and you hate it. Oh my God. You hate being inside all day. You don't like the lights above you. You don't like being on a computer. There's too many rules, too many regulations to follow. You don't like rules and regulations. Maybe you, know, you don't want to dress in a suit. You've got to dress up every day. <laughs> You've got to figure out how to you know, feed yourself. It costs a lot of money. All these different things. All these things are starting to drain on you. You're starting to feel a little depressed. You're trying to be, trying to be sad. You have to conform every day, day after day. You're losing your spark. You know, and you're not being yourself. Yeah. So let's just say you do it for a year, maybe two. And because you want to make some money, you want to save a little bit, maybe take a bigger vacation. And then you stay because you know you want to do something else. Yeah. So that's a key right there. Right. You stay because you know that you're not going to stay. Right. I know it just sounds kind of weird, but think about it. So you you know you don't like it. You, you're crystal clear. This is not the job for me. I don't want to be inside all it's day. It's technically not your career, according to how we're defining it. Right. It's so a it's job. a job. And yeah. you think it's going to be your career. So everyone right. says, hey, Lita, how's it going? What are you doing for your job? What are you doing for your career? And you'll get identified now with this being inside in an office. So then what happens a year or two? I'm going to say a year or two because that usually happens. Change takes a long time. Either you decide it's over or the people you work for decide it's over either way you start you're done you're out out of job right you quit you get fired and then you start looking for something new and the only thing that you can find that's close financially or that you have skills for is guess what another job another in an office job that you hate another job so then you take another job you're hoping and praying it'll be better and maybe it is for a while and you trudge every day knowing what you want to do it's not this. You want to do anything else. And so this time you do it for like three years. It's a little bit better. You get through it. And then one day you decide or they decide it's not working. You're done. So you go off to the, into the job market again. And what kind of skills do you still have? <laughs> the same. The same <laughs> skills. So what are you going to do? Another job like it. Yeah. Or are you ready to take less money? Did you actually save any money for those five years? You're going to start a new career. You're going to start at the low peg. You have no, probably, you know, it's like very daunting for people to say, okay, I'm going to take that leap into nothing again. I just wasted five years of my life in an office. And it's a hard decision for people yeah. to make, especially if they're young. Yeah. So that's kind of the things we talked about. I call it the treadmill. It reminds me of this client that we both worked with who, whose father was an um, uh, engineer and just by default, he decided to be an yes. engineer. Yes. And he hated it. Hated it. Went to the hated right school, it. studied it, knew even in school that he didn't want to follow this path. Yeah. And, and he did it for like 10, 10 years, years. Bored out of his mind. Health, health brought him down because he made himself sick. Yeah. So what happens if you make yourself so sick? Guess what? You can't do the job. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have enough oomph to actually make that break or that leap into something else, health will do it. It'll bring you down. And I think that that's... That is a great example of why we're talking about the nine palaces today. If somebody instead looks at all their nine palaces and they start to see how they affect each other, yeah. which we're going to talk about, this is a perfect example. If you hate your career, guaranteed other palaces are going to suffer. Absolutely. It's and like, it's one of the, the top few that I always talk about are like dominoes. Yeah. So one of the top three starts to falter, they yeah. all go down. Yeah. And so if... You were just honest with yourself that you don't like that career yeah. and you took the steps to make a, 
a real change, not this like lateral movement to another job you hate, but a real change to discover what you love to do. That's the thing. Okay. So you start, you go into a new job, we'll go back to the beginning and you have, you have a great life. You know, you're new, you're young at any age, doesn't have to be young. And then you start to, you're all the time you spend at work. That's your experience life going in, you're working and then you start to get sad and depressed. And then guess what? You start, stop doing the things that you used to love to do. You don't hang out with your friends anymore. You don't go to movies anymore. You don't eat out anymore. All the things that you like to do. And so now you're just watching TV or guess what? You're going to start tapping into the vices, drinking, drugs, alcohol, you know, gambling, whatever. They're all just laying on the ground waiting for someone to pick them up. And because you're not happy and you're not being authentic or in alignment, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Or you just, you numb yourself through different things. Yep. So one of the things I'd like to talk about when we really get into career with, with someone is you have to either love it or leave it. Yeah. That's as simple as it can get. Simple as it, yeah. If you love it or you leave it. Yep. And that's a hard one for people. Yeah. But it's challenging, but it's definitely doable. And so we can also talk about if you really can't make that change right now, but you're aware and you know what you want to do, we can kind of back up a little bit and start to see. And almost, I would say 100% of the time, people are not doing the things they love to do. So yeah. let's just say they love to go bike riding. Mm-hmm. They're not bike riding anymore. So if we can get them to bike ride again. Right. And hobbies. Start doing th- hobbies. And so sports. Start to, and, like the thing. and I also make people write down 10 things that they love about their job. Even if they just told me for two hours that they hate it. So they start to appreciate this thing. And actually, Lita, you taught me this theory about loving something before you can move on to something else. Yes, you can't get to a happy place right. from an unhappy place. Right, so you have to have that positive attitude, that positive thinking that will lead to the positive action. We just did that whole last show on positive action, positive yes. action. So, you know, Abraham is big on this, The you know, all the whole, the secret. So you have to think about how you love it before you can leave it. Because if you say, my job sucks, my boss sucks, I hate this, what is the universe going to hear? More bad jobs more in bad, your future. <laughs> that's right. More bad bosses, more bad jobs. But if you love it, I love the security. I love this. I love that. Then you'll start to uh, attract yes. more positive A more things. positive career. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of um, when I was starting out, I, I did not know what I wanted to do for my real career. I got a job, just like you said. Yep. And... I really was bored. I was bored. How long did it take you to figure out that that was not going to be your career? I think the first day. I don't think I ever thought it was permanent. And that I hear that all the time. Yeah, but you wanted to save money, or you wanted to have a job. I loved the money. Yeah, I was like, "Whoo, this is great!" You had security. People don't even have jobs sometimes. Right. So you have this job, and and then a little bit of guilt comes in because now you've got this great job, and yeah, but you know in your heart. That yeah. this is not going to be. Yeah. And, and it took So how me, long did it take you? Yeah. Well, it took, I think, until I discovered Chinese medicine and I, I, got, I got that fire lit that this yeah. is what I want to do. I, I just didn't know. I just yeah. didn't know. So I kept doing what I didn't, what I was doing because I didn't have an alternative. Then I started studying Chinese medicine very intensively for quite a number of years and I started my practice and then I had a really difficult time transitioning. And I remember I just cried for a whole year because yeah. I thought I'm never going to be able to, to do my career as Chinese medicine. I'm going to be stuck in this job. I made a certain amount of money. I owned a house. I had a family I had to support. Like I couldn't figure out how to make a business 
because I was being supported by a corporate career. Yeah. And how do you transition? So sometimes I think that's a big career issue. Right. People are like held back by these difficult transitions. Yeah, and that's what we were just talking about, about, you know, they have all the, they have, they actually have a job, they have a 401k, they have two weeks vacation, they have all these different uh, little security things built they're in. They're very for, enticing. Yes, yes. They're trying <laughs> to lock you in. It's like when we talked about that movie Up in the Air in, I think that podcast that we told everyone to go back to listen to. In this movie Up in the Air, George Clooney plays this great um Basically, he fires people yeah. for a living. <laughs> he's an axe man. Yeah, he's an axe man. And he he turns to one of the um, people who works at a company and says, how much did they have to pay you to give up your dream? Yeah. And, and he's he like, 20,000 Yeah, he like, <laughs> something he like that. He threw out a figure like immediately. <laughs> okay. So, he, so then Clooney turns it around. The character turns around and says, this is a chance to go back. Become a chef. Learn your skills. Your family will love you because you're happy. Have mm-hmm. your kids even ever seen you happy? Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. So career, job versus career. I first, if you were trying to think about yourself, do you have a job or do you have a career? And don't be judging yourself if you have that's you know, really important. Uh, we a talked job about that, that you don't like. Because in this society right now, worldwide, we judge people on their professions, what they're doing for money. We do. It's not right. It's not wrong, but we do it. Yeah. What's one of the first things you ask someone when you meet them? Hey, how are you? What do you do for a living? Yeah. What do you do? They don't say, what do you do for money? They say, what do you do for a living? What yeah. is your career? Like, what's your career? What's your career? Okay. So it's very much has our, our identities are linked to this. Oh, you're a lawyer or a doctor right. or a baker or right. a... So automatically, if you if you get onto that scale, you might go, oh, he must be doing pretty good. Or he must be really smart. Or he must be really happy. Right. None of those are actually true. Right. Okay. Um, so what if you said to you, you know, if you were a doctor and you gave it up and you became a painter and you said, Hey, what do you do? You're like, I'm a painter. They're not going to say the same thing if you say I'm a doctor. Yeah. Okay. So it's these social connotations that people cling to these identities or they feel insecure because they're not something that they want to be. And I met a painter, by the way, who was so proud of the work he did. He did really high, high quality interior house painting. Like, like beautiful colors and all kinds of like, if you hired him, he would be the best of the cream of the crop. Yeah. And yet, uh, yeah, people might judge him. Yeah. For being a house painter. A house painter. Yeah. But he was more than a house painter. Yeah. He was a creative artist. That's right. And he was following his heart and he really loved what he did. That's a great story because that's really... You know what it was. It's it's about it's it's about decisions. And you know, I I say this all the time. How do you make decisions in your life not based on money? Mm. To really challenge. This is one of the ones that it does come into play all the time. I have people, career is huge. I have people about all money. the time where they're like, I'm making a lot of money. I'm not happy, but I can't make that change yet. I need three more months. I need six more months. I need five more years. Or maybe they're not making hardly any money and now they're going to yes. go do a career they hate. Yes. Yes. Or they, they just don't know how to get off the treadmill. Yeah. So, yeah, we talk about that a lot. So how do you go from stuck on the treadmill to finding a more passionate and then alignment making you go, wow, I really love what I'm doing. Something Take, satisfying. Yeah. So you, if you're in this you know, it's a slippery slope. How far do you, how far and how fast do you want to go down that slope? What are you doing in your life that you have fun right now with? When's the last time you had fun? We have to back up and back up and back up. And 
where are you if you're if you're an adult where are you on the line of a family if you're a mom, do you have, you know, if you're taking, are you the primary child caretaker? Are you a dad, which is sometimes a breadwinner? Those old things, those don't apply anymore. Yeah. So now it's, a, you know, the modern family is, you know, either parent could stay home, either parent could work, both parents could work. It's a whole new dynamic. Yeah. So there's, there's all these different ways that you can look at a career. Back in, you know, I don't even know how many years ago, but uh, a, a, a woman was never even to go in the workforce. Yeah. They would stay home and raise children. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. Right. So that's another whole thing about guilt, about I deal a lot with women who have kids and they want to go and do what they want to do, but they feel this obligation to raise these children. Yes. It's a tough one. And and that's a, a career if yes. you love it. Yes. So, you know, if you're the kind of mom who really wants to stay home, what do they used to call that? A domestic engineer. Engineer. That's right. A domestic engineer. You could be a domestic engineer. Yeah. Uh, but that, again, society has a lot of judgment. About. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's probably the hardest judge job on the planet, practically. Yeah. We all know now that it's really hard. Yeah. Okay. So that's just, I don't, I don't want to go too much down that road, but... You know, some of the major issues that I see with the career challenges, you know, does the job, If and we're going to go with the idea for today that it's a job, right. that they're not in their passion career, that they're kind of challenged, they're not really, they're struggling a little bit. As you ask these questions to yourself, you'll know right away if you have a job or a career. So one of the things you can start to think about yourself is, are you yourself when you go to work? Okay. Do you have to act differently? Do you have to talk differently? Are you constantly pretending to be someone that you're not? just to mm -hmm. fit into work. Are you like the people that you work? Do you have to wear certain clothes that you don't like to wear? Have you wear a, a uniform? What part of your identity do you have to change every day to fit into this job? Yeah. And what, where are you going to draw the line? Okay, so that's kind of the thing about this whole identity because one of the things we talk about on this podcast is shifting your identity and how to shift your identity to get to where you want to go. So we're going to talk about that again in another podcast, but if you want to live authentically and you're living this life and you're not authentic, you have to start to shift. I like that idea of shifting your identity because when I go back again and think about my corporate job, I was a system engineer. I had a very, like, I had an identity as a technical person and then I had to transform my identity yes. to a healer. What a different role in life. Now I was, I was being in society. So I was being somebody completely different. Yeah. And how many times have people looked at you when they, uh, find out what you've done in the past and especially probably in the beginning, like you left that job. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, the people that you work with became millionaires on stock trade off and different things. You people thought I was crazy. Walked away from all of that. Yeah, actually I did walk away from millions because my company went public. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, but, but I, it wasn't satisfying me. Do you think you made the right choice? Absolutely, I would give up that money every day. Yeah, to because do you're what I doing love, doing something that you love. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's great. And see, all that greatness led to this podcast. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so well, you know, um, we talk. We could talk more about the shifting because that is part of the career. It's like we wear these masks, we wear these costumes, we act a different way. How do we get so? All right, for you to get to a healer. So you had to shift your identity. You had to act like a healer, think like a healer, even like eat like a healer. You Absolutely. had to be a healer. You yeah. had to dress like a healer. Yeah, 
Totally. Yeah. And then you that opened up where well, you already were a healer. That just opened up to step into that. So how do you help someone make a change? Well, you have to look at what the obstacles truly are. Are they right. financially completely 100% tied to that job? Right. Are they having some kind of pressure from a partner or a parent or even a child to keep that job? Right. Could, be, sec- a, could be security, could be family connected. I, I know a lot of people that I've talked to that have family businesses oh. and they just don't want any part of it. Yeah, my father was that way. My father's father was really upset that he wouldn't be in his catering business. And he, my father ended up eventually becoming president of a college. And not until then, like 20 years later, did his father actually say, yeah, I'm glad you didn't do do my business because yeah. you did great. An academic, yeah. yeah. It took it took like 20 years for my dad to prove to his father that that not going into the family business was a good idea. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't have that opportunity to say no, if you truly don't want it, then you're going to have to back up and see. We'll have to you know look and see where the stories. It's all about stories. What stories yeah. have you been telling yourself? What stories have other people been saying about you? How do you pull these layers away about stories? I do think that that a lot of people have to sacrifice for a little while to make Maybe. this change. Some it doesn't do. have to be don't. that way. But I, I do think that... What is the sacrifice? The Money for happiness? The transition. Exactly. Money I sacrificed, for happiness? I sacrificed maybe becoming very rich, you know, that was on the horizon, for doing something I love and still making money. But... It wasn't that important to me that uh, that I I get that money because I hated the job. <laughs> so yeah. well, and it took time too be- yeah. to become that that healer. You had to start with some self cultivation. You know, I well, I probably sound like a broken record, but you have to have some deep conversations with yourself, and not just ask yourself better questions, but ask yourself non judgmental. No blame, no game, no shame kind of questions like, okay, I'm in this job. It's, you know, uh, it's not going anywhere. I can't stand it. Whatever the reasons are for you, what can I actually do about it? So, And what's holding you back? And what's holding you back? And how are you going to work around that? Yes. So those are all life-changing, potentially life-changing questions. And can we start with baby steps? First is to get you into your um, happy place, your really authentic so in this case, I would really talk about the five elements right now. And so I would find out what's their first element and let's mm-hmm. get them back into that. When's yeah. the last time they were actually authentic and themselves? We would talk about the elements, their first element. So let's just say it's fire and they had a lot of different things that they're not doing anymore because they're not happy. We try to get them back to that happiness, that level, that place of joy, what brings them passion, what what bring, what makes them uh aliveness is that a word I aliveness like that word aliveness and it reminds me of um going back to the stage 1 of alchemy we we um we asked in the very beginning of this podcast i think it was like podcast 6 or 8 where you ask yourself what do i really want and yes. that's about this passion we it talked is. about passion back then yeah. we talked about so what lights your fire exactly what makes you happy you know try to do that as much as possible and don't give a flying hoot what anyone else thinks yeah you know, on the questionnaire that i have people fill up for our first session it says in six months from now i i don't care what anyone thinks but i'm gonna blank 
Nice. So you can apply this to the career. You can say six months from now, or like you did a year from now, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk away from this job and I'm going to try to do this. And so in the meantime, we can plant little seedlings along the way for whatever that's going to work for you. That's the strategy. Yes, the strategy. So to get you off the treadmill. So and the other question you can ask yourself in each one of these palaces is, are you happy? Yeah. Yeah, you said in, in uh, the last podcast that you have a little survey that you've been doing. Yes. And the, the average of the happiness of each palace uh, equates to whether the person, yeah. you know, what, so how if you're happy you're five in your career palace and you're all the ones are fours, fives, and sixes, guess what your happiness level is? Overall. Yeah, like a five, a four, yeah. a five. Yeah. That's not that great. Yeah, you so want higher than you that. You want higher than that. The other thing is if you're in a challenging place and you want to make changes, you have to start to look at these bad habits. Mm. Have you started to, you know, from Friday night to Monday morning, been on a binge? Have you been Netflix? (laughs) Binge Netflix or, you know, maybe even alcohol or food. They're all binging now. There's so many different things. Shopping. Shopping online, just going down the rabbit hole, Instagram, social media. Start to look at those. That's right. So you've escaped your life basically because you're not happy with your career. Which, you know, non-judgmental. Of course you're right. trying to escape. You right. hate it. You right. don't want to think about it. You don't want to look at it. Right. You just want to be an ostrich with, with, with uh, your head in the sand. Right. So if you want to make the changes, these are the things you have to look at. And you're right. There might be a little bit of sacrifice financially. Right. But you have to give that flying hoot about whatever. It's only, it's your life. Yeah. It's your life. No one's going to come in and save you. You have to come in and save yourself. Sometimes I think that when you look at the financial quote unquote sacrifice, you're actually going to save money in the long run. Because if you keep heading down an unhappy road, your health will suffer, your relationships will suffer. Like you'll end up spending a lot more money in the long run. You won't be able to do anything. When things really crash. Remember I said the dominoes? Mm -hmm. So if you have career, health and wealth and they all start to tip down, the whole thing's going down. Yeah. So, and that whole thing is called your life. Yeah. So finances may look in the short term like, oh, I have to go back to school to do that thing I love. That's going to cost me, you know, 10 grand, 20 grand, 60 grand. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But when you think about uh, how much it costs not to work because you're so sick. Yeah. And there's maybe (laughs) other alternatives to that going back to school. There might not have to be that. So you've talked yourself out of it for how many years saying, I'm going to wait this long to do this, but maybe there's things you could already do now to make yourself happier. We just had a person that we were both working with who wanted to go back to school to study web design. And uh, it turns out that this person decided not to go spend the money to go back to school and just started doing web design. Yeah, and now she's and like, already has like clients. Cl- and like crazy projects <laughs> all over the place and she's learning yeah. how to do it. Yeah, and so that's... For free. So <laughs> Actually, she's getting paid to learn. It doesn't always cost money right. to change your career. And she'll know a year from now, yeah. she'll know if she likes it or does yeah, not like it. exactly. So yeah. that's a good thing. So I guess my final piece of advice, I mentioned it earlier, when you're thinking about career non-judgmental on where you are be in the moment be in the moment where you are and think about the things to get back to happy and ask yourself do I love my job and if you don't love it then you have to leave it simple but challenging so let's let's say that people everyone should sit down with their journal for homework yes if you choose to accept it (laughs) if you choose to accept it and I think I mean for me 
I I need to always reevaluate the nine palaces, even though I love oh, my yeah. job. It's a balance. Think about a rock carn. One rock here, one yeah. rock there, balance hanging over the edge, all these different things. Yeah. That's the nine palaces. That's your life. Finding balance in your life is what this is all about. If you think you've arrived in the career that you love, you should still look at the career palace because right. I love my job. But I, even just doing this podcast, I thought, I need to look at that because I love the podcast. That's not my career. My career is a healer. Right. So it's like, maybe I'm changing again. Maybe I'm moving more into this new career where I'm publicly speaking through this venue. Or you're just really celebrating a hobby. Yeah. You're, or some yeah. other, other part at, of you. At the moment, it's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you're really, you're, you're, it lights your fire. It yeah. makes you happy. It's fun. It's exciting. People all over the world are responding to the podcast. You know, this is something that is fun why that's such a dirty word i say i ask it to people all the time once what are you doing for fun what's the last time you had fun and they're like what okay when did the f word become fun that's so <laughs> okay. funny um yeah so this is fun yeah I mean, I, we're I, having fun i've seen you ask people what do you do for fun and and they literally like their it's jaw like drops him in the eye yeah, and said like, you know <laughs> when's the last time you had a colonoscopy I'm like what <laughs> Was that fun? No, <laughs> but that's what they did. <laughs> so well, let's have some fun in this life. We're only we're here for experiences. Yeah. Okay. And part of that, every single palace can be have some kind of fun in it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I have to say, this podcast is super fun for me. I'm having a blast. I love everyone that's listening. Thank you so much. And so my homework assignment would look like this, just as an example. I would write down that I what I love about the current career that I have and then what I'm really into as well in my right. life because I am fairly happy with my career. That doesn't mean I don't want it to grow and right. change and expand because everyone who's stagnant is usually not happy. Right. They have frozen water. Yeah. yeah. So even if you have a career right now that you love and you think uh, career check, I don't need to look at that, you know, relationship check. Uh, you can go down the nine palaces and you might have a lot of checks. Yeah. But still, I encourage you to go and do the homework. Sit quietly. Think about these questions because yeah. this is what nine palace work is about. So we're going to go through each one of the palaces. So this is career. Yeah. And, you know, it made me just think I had someone come in a couple of weeks ago and they said all they wanted to talk about. They said, I, I just want a job. I want to talk about career. I, I, I just need to do this. And I'm like, OK, let's talk about it. We talked for two hours and it never came up. <laughs> We talked about everything oh else. God. It had nothing to do with her career or her job. That's but say they, That's all they could think about was this was off, but it wasn't that. It was other things that, you know, we just asked some questions. We kind of took away some of the layers. I think after we go through all the nine palaces, we'll spend uh, at least one podcast talking about these interrelationships yes. and how you really can't take one palace and not talk about the others. Right. Like we can't really talk about career and not talk about money because... Right. Most people are trying to earn money. Actually, if you think about career and then that we talked about the health and the wealth, if your health is off, it could affect where or what you can do for work. Mm -hmm. If you're in a financial situation, it could affect where you have to work, what you have to do for money. Because right. remember, jobs are for money, careers are for passion. 
for right. fun, for fulfillment. Right. You can now the ideal situation is if you have a job that turns into a career that you get paid for. Yes. And your joy. That's you're it. You're joyful, you're happy, you're love. You're all about happy, happy, love, love. When I switched to this career, I just counted my lucky stars every day that I yeah. loved my job. Yeah, well, you know, it was a little bit of luck, but it was also you saying what you're going to do, sticking with it, taking that leap of faith. You did all the work. Yeah. It wasn't just luck. No. I you didn't wake a, up one day and go, woo, lucky, lucky me. No, you worked your butt off. It took me a long time, too. Yeah. Years. Yeah. So years it's, to transition. You know, there's, it's just a challenge. So those are the things. I think that's a really good place to end there. Yes. And so think about your career. Think about how it affects your whole life. Yeah, just recap what they can write um, in terms of the journaling. Well, I would say, first you could say, you know, my job is. Right. Okay, that's one of the questions I like to use. Mm -hmm. And then see what you write down. And then you say, I um, love my job or I hate my job. And and then you could say, are you, uh, you could say my job is not me or is it me? Like, am I being authentic? Am I showing up as me or am I showing up as someone else? That's a good one. Okay, so think about that. And then think about how much, I want you to write down how many hours a day is for your job. And I'm talking about picking out your clothes, driving to work, working, driving home, thinking about work, taking emails, taking texts. How many hours a week are you putting into your job? That goes back to that time management yes. podcast oh, we did. And you will see that how much, how much time you put into your job in relationship to your life, you better love your job. Yeah. Because you're giving away half your life. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. More than half your life for something that you either love or you don't love. So think about those kind of bigger questions and then think about that for a while. Let it marinate. And then we can talk about in the future on listen to the other podcasts about how to remove some of the obstacles. You're going to have to start start telling yourself different stories mm-hmm. and shifting your identity to where you want to go. And my last thing is for homework. What do you do for fun? <laughs> and when was the last time you did it? Yes. Okay. If you're having fun all the time and you're happy and things are well, then that's you probably don't have a problem. Yeah. Or challenge. A challenge. <laughs> okay. That's it for career. Career. All right. So we are going to wrap this up and stay tuned. We're going to tell you a little bit more about a couple things we're doing. So this is a great place to end. If you have any questions, send them to us, please, at questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. We read them all. And if you have a little time, like we mentioned in the beginning, and you feel inspired, take a moment, go to iTunes, put a, click the little star, tell us why you like the show, and hopefully we'll get up to the top of the health category in iTunes. Yes. And then more people, it's not for us, it's for more people to find this show, find their way in the world, find out that they can be happy on the way to happy. Yeah. Okay. We're excited to talk to you about the Master Alchemy program. So don't go yet. Stay a little longer. Yeah. And so we developed this program. It's a year-long program where we decided we wanted to put everything we've been talking about on the podcast and more into a year-long program where someone who's either a healer or wants to be doing what Jay does, life strategies, alchemical life strategist, or... Uh, it's just an interest in their own personal self-cult- self-cultivation. self yeah. So those are three tracks. We wanted to put together everything we could think of in a year-long program that would facilitate you moving forward in your life. So it's a great program. We're really excited about it. Everyone that we have uh, connected with have just been like, I have been waiting 
for My a life. long time. Yes, yes <laughs> for this. That's right. So if it's February 2019 where you are right now, you still have time to apply for this year. You can pick your track and you will have a little interview with you. It's application only. We're really excited. But if you uh, want to think about it, you can get on the list for more announcements for 2020, Yes, which we're going to continue this program uh, into the next couple of years. Yes. If you're interested in the program, you'll give us a shout out. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.com. There's a big button on the front page. And if you want the link, it's inspiredactionpodcast.com slash M-A-P. Yeah, that's great. Check so, it out. Yeah. And let's talk. If you have any questions on anything, you can always reach us at the Facebook group, Inspired Action Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. And you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog. <laughs>